more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Five minutes after five here on High Tide. The forecast for today not looking great. Sydney Harbour and Pittwater and Botany Bay. At the moment, west uh, westerly 15 to 20 knots, decreasing to 10 to 15 knots in the evening. Seas below 0.5, but the news is offshore. Westerly 15 to 25 knots, increasing 20 to 30 knots offshore. Seas not so bad, considering we've got big wind. 1.5, well, getting up to 2.5 later on. Uh, Southerly, the swell will be at around 1 metre inshore, increasing to 1 to 1.5 offshore during the morning. Dave, if you're listening, new president of the Laurie McAnally Fan Club. (laughs) Laurie, good morning to you. Here we go. Don't do this to me. I'm a long way from home. Can't defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, our, our Midnight to Dawn guy, Dave, uh, was... Oh, t- no, he, he gives me a rap, yeah. Yeah, he was giving you a rap. So was well, Kieran this very, morning. Very nice of you, Dave. So is Kieran this morning. Apparently you're doing a delivery later on. Yeah, not for him. <laughs> I know, I've got to, he said I've got to leave him a bit of pearl perch in the fridge here. One, he'll get a fill, two Phillips. One bag. There's a lot of fish in the freezer here. I need extra freezer space. I yeah. normally don't keep... Yvonne's already don't... told me she's going to tax. Oh, God. Yeah, she loves a piece of fish, yeah. 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 If, if, if ever you, you remember the dog, the cartoon character Fred Bassett, with that sad-looking face... Now, yeah, that's Fred... that's Kieran as soon as you said that he's not getting any. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll definitely leave Kieran a, 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 a lovely fillet of pearl perch for him to, to test run. Good. Uh, uh, I know they're pretty good. You don't do much, Jim. I just—I uh, actually cook one through the week. It's just a bit of corn flour, mix that, um, you know, that spice powder, you know, the powdered ginger you buy in the bottles at the supermarket. Some powdered ginger, and just gave it a little roll in that, and then dry fried it. Oh, well, with a little tiny bit of canola on a non-stick fry pan. Uh, serve the sweet potatoes and some minted peas, and you've got a meal fit for a king. Sounds good. But, uh, pearl, oh, pearly pearl perches twice as good as snapper, I'll tell you to eat. So we had uh, a double bag limits this week. Uh, the two days I fished, we got our bag limit every day, a, a big pearl perch there. Yeah. So I fished on the Keeley Rose with a, a good bunch of lads. Uh, there was a couple for three from, um, uh, where it was three from, uh, three from Gympie and a couple of travellers and myself. So it was a really good day out there. Yeah. I'm going to try and get Greg later on in the program from yeah, Rainbow no, Beach big... Charters. We had a big week on the snapper. He did really yeah. Well. yeah. well. He said last week on the program that he was expecting the snapper to be on this week. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, well, he went deliberately looking for them mm. and found them. And he was very, like, a good, like, people don't realise, a lot of the charter, the charter boats do, if they're mates, they share a bit of information. And then once, once he caught all he wanted, he called us in on them. So we got half a dozen snapper in the all about the two kilo mark. As well as the pearlies, as well as what else we have? Oh, we had sweet lip. We had six sweet lip around four to five kilo. That was a pretty good oh, and tea, tea leaf snapper. I know, tea leaf trevally, about as big as a fish box. They give you a workout, let me tell you. But they're good to eat too. So, uh, no, we had a huge bag of fish. We had a couple of amberjacks and um, some hussar. It's a pretty fair fishing spot here, Kieran. Oh, yeah. I, I've got to ask you, is the boss fishing or is she just touring? No, her, Julie's back shot. Julie's reading books and um, uh, she does do a bit of shopping, Kieran. She shops. <laughs> That's for therapy. No, no, mostly for the, she's become the, the doting great aunt. You know, we've got all these grand... My sister and her lot have got all these kids, so she goes and gets Christmas presents for them and birthday presents and all sorts of rubbish. And it's important so, uh, if you're going to commit to a banking group to make sure that their their plastic cards are sustainable and, and are, are actually able to stand up the test of time uh, being run through those machines. Uh, so she's uh, doing you a service. Her version of it is the Visa card doesn't have any legs, so she helps. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but I've had a great time fishing. We fished the beach on, uh, in the wind. It was windy, really rough here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, and it's surprising if you're a bit of a beach fisherman. The week before, we just had, and you're a surfer, Grant, you'll understand, we had just had this, the shore break just lapping, you know, like <sighs> 30 centimetres. There was no sea, no sea, no swell. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we had um, 
an hour, you know, about a three, about a one metre, then about a metre and a half break, which formed up an outside bank, a gutter, and then an inside dump, you know. And as soon as it did that, we had fish. We got, uh, I went down the beach, I got four big tailor one morning and a really, really nice uh, trevally. And then uh, the other morning we went down and I got, I don't know how many fish, I got... Um, Probably a dozen, but mostly small, small tower and one, one really big one, about two kilos. So there was plenty of fish to be had. It was, it was pretty good. So, uh, and all those fish pretty much were released except the trevally and just a few. Well, I've got pearl perch and all these other exotica. Last night for tea, we had trevally fillets, which was absolutely beautiful. Very good. Trevally fillets and chip, went down to the fish and chip shop, got some coleslaw and chips and came back and cooked the trevally. Pretty good. Nice. Now, lost. Oh, well, most people don't appreciate trevally. This is just a normal silver trevally, like catching Sydney. And uh, it just took a, a tail of spinner, about a kilo and a bit. And um, it was absolutely delicious. Don't ever waste your fish, folks. There's, there's plenty of good stuff out there to eat. Well, I, reading the report that came from Foster Tun Curry, there's a good run of silver trevally there. Yeah, well, Foster used to be the home of the things. When we were young, we used to, they, they started an export business out of there, Kieran, netting them, catching them with the trawlers, and then suddenly it went from being a boom to a... took about five years to go from a boom to a bust. Yeah. So in, in Japan, they're called shimaji, and they're probably the second most expensive fish after tuna, which are maguro. And, um, but Trevally are very highly esteemed sashimi fish, yeah. Didn't we have the orange ruffy disappear as well? Yeah, but they've they've got very very tight controls on them now. They're back in quite good numbers. There's only about six or seven boats licensed now to catch orange ruffy, and they have a very strict window to catch them in. So uh, uh, orange ruffy are, are, are back. The problem with orange ruffy is they takes them a hundred years to grow to legal size or reasonable yeah. size. Now, I'll tell you what's happened to your fan club. One, we've got Dave Sutherland in charge of the male division. Yeah. Now, in charge of the female division, the chair of the uh, oh, would be no. Melinda Pavey. Yeah, right? well, and she sent me a message and, <laughs> and also one to Al. Don't she, Al? Today she wants to talk. She's found a secret fishing spot oh, with yeah. fishermen fishing with drones. Yeah? Yeah. How good is that? And she's going to reveal drones. it. Most unusual for a, for a uh, politician to be telling the truth, I suppose. She's an well, ex-politician. There's, no, there's nothing like getting a politician on, on the rotisserie of truth. <laughs> so you're fine with the drone fishing? I, I would have thought, being old school, that it, yeah, that wouldn't have been your cup of tea. I don't know. I'm happy with drones. I've seen a few of them. They run their, the guys fishing off the rocks are running their live baits out on drones yeah. to catch yellowfin and that off the rocks. They run them out a couple of hundred metres so the boats can run over them. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and, Laurie, you wouldn't have seen in the Telegraph yesterday, they, they ran a photo of that 176-kilo uh, marlin that they caught in, at the no. tubes in February. No, so, I haven't, but I, that's a monster. Wow. 2.56 metres. Just how did you get it up onto the rocks? No, no, once you've got them gaffed up, you can wash them out. You'll be right. Yeah. Get a whole bunch. You don't know how many blokes are down there. There's about 50 blokes every day at the yeah. tubes. Yeah. So with the, the one thing up here, Al, the amount of boating. Yes. Boating it's... in southeast Queensland is unbelievable. However, I will say the facilities are bloody ordinary. Oh, so boat ramps are all right. <laughs> but there, there are almost no cleaning tables here. At the, at, um, yes. Rainbow Bay's got two launch ramps and just one little tiny cleaning table. Yeah. And, but they, they, could, they could really spend some money on some amenities, I'll tell you. Uh, the, I think they're the trying to fix people, your hospitals first. Oh, well, the biggest issue from what I see here, they've got a real juvenile crime problem here. Oh, yeah. yeah. We saw we saw a car chase um, coming up here with, that, was, that went zooming along the highway north of Brisbane, and um, that looked pretty spectacular. So, and apparently the kids that were driving were 14. There yeah. were three of them. Yeah. So, uh, but that's that's only the tip of the iceberg. Susie O'Neill's house got burgled yesterday. They took all a heap of her stuff. And every, every, every where my sister lives, she lives right by Eagle Farm Racecourse, and they've had they've had a heap of burglary. So I think they're getting a rotwheeler. Good idea. By the way, a pet rotwheeler. Hey, Loz. Yeah. Why did you talk about race callers? We've no, got no, one in the had, studio. I heard that. Well, I'm not. I'm talking about race courses. 
Oh, I know you said race courses. Well, race callers <laughs> go to there. <laughs> I, I just wonder. I, I remember Ian Craig. I used to say to Ian Craig, "What's your best for the day?" He said, "I don't know. I just call them." <laughs> That's right. Miss Marilyn cool. used to bet though. He did tip me Vianna Cross though that year. So anyway, we, yeah, my sister. I should actually make a point. She's got a little self-contained flat that her daughter used to live in when she was at uni under the house. I, I should actually go up to one of the good meetings at Eagle Farm and and uh, and stay at her place and go to the races. She lives within seventy a hundred metres of Eagle Farm and has never been to the race. <laughs> Smart girl. Uh, no, well, Julia, Julia used to, we used to love going to the, we, uh, Kempsey, we all, if you live in the bush, we used to always go to the Kempsey Cup. Yeah, the Kempsey Gold Cup, yeah, I don't know that. Kempsey yeah. Cup, and then we go to Port Macquarie, and we go to Coffs, whatever the cup day was in town, you go to, the, you go to the Calcutta the night before and have a dinner and, you know, dinner and drinks in the Calcutta. Yeah. And then, and then you, we, we'd all pile on the, because you don't take your car, you all pile onto the bus in the morning. Go there and have you buy the ticket that's got the lunch and drinks on it, and you go and have lunch and drinks and fashion in the fields, and it's a fabulous day for. It's not about gambling, folks. It's about having a great day yeah, out with yeah, the rest right. of your community. It's I really won, good. I won fashions in the field at the uh, Grafton Cup one year. Legit. Did you? Yeah, I think I was. I was, I was wearing well, shoes. The, the year <laughs> I went, the, the first year I was up at Southwest Rocks, I actually did go. We went up to the Ramoni, and I watched that takeover target come flying down. Mm. And win, and I thought, well, what you got some real ticker. So the next time he ran in Sydney, I think I had I had fifty each way on it, and it just belted home <laughs> at about fourteen to one. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie, we might take a break and come back and talk some fishing spots. We'll talk fishing. We'll talk fishing for a change. <laughs> it is seventeen after five. When Damien volunteers to help, he really means it. Flood, storm, search and rescue. He'll be there alongside other state emergency service volunteers. Right now, SES volunteers are urgently needed. And it isn't just about saving lives. There are also support roles that can help you build professional skills while helping the community. Can you see yourself in orange? Google SES today. If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs. Bendix EV Hybrid Brake Pads are designed to meet the changing needs of EV braking systems, ensuring a low environmental impact whilst delivering low dust and quieter operation. Cleaner wheels, longer brake disc life and Bendix Green Titanium Stripe technology for instant friction without the need for bedding in. Ask for Bendix EV Hybrid Brake Pads at your next service. Bendix, put your foot down with confidence. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris, think outside. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coach, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> 
Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coates, equipped for anything. 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. 20 minutes after 5 here on High Tide this morning, chatting with Laurie McAnally. Time to find out where we should be going. Laurie, and I'm guessing offshore is not one of them. No, the westerly wind's going to be a bit ferocious. It's been very cold at home, but uh, we had during the week they had one day minus at my house, my, my next door neighbour I spoke to, she said minus two degrees. And Kieran knows my next door neighbour, don't you, Kieran? Yeah, I do. You're, you always have a chat to. I do. To no, Crystal. Do. Anyway, anyway and so she we keeps got, wanting uh, me to leave my car there. Yeah, she likes your car, doesn't she? She's a bit of a glam, so she she does like a ride around in a nice flash car. So uh, anyway, we said no. It was minus two with a frost, and that's pretty. We don't get too many days like that at Jerseyville. Let me tell you, we're we're close to the coast, folks. It's pretty cold when that happens. So uh, it has been cold and pretty windy. They had a rough uh, and rough seas, but like us, they've still got plenty. They've had plenty of tailor and brim on the beach. Now I better do offshore first because I've only got two days. Uh, they, they, up north, there's just <laughs> there's fish being caught, but not in huge numbers. Um, the best fishing's been out wide, so long as you can stay away from the weather weather jackets, the leather jackets. Uh, out in 100, 100 to one hundred and ten metres, there are plenty of uh, pearl perch, bar cod, and a few big snapper. In closer, there are no jackets, but a lot less fish. So you've got to pick your day, pick your spot. There's not much current, so you can you can fish uh, burly and, and uh, anchor up in burly for your reddies. But they, they, look, everybody's tried pretty hard, um, and not the, the, the catches are okay, but not spectacular. They're delivered at that. And uh, kingies at Fish Rock are legal if you can get them past the sharks. Uh, you've just got to fish really heavy. Most of the people now have gone to hundred pound braid, and they basically. Boxy years off the fish. It's a, it's a young fella sport, really. Chucking poppers and jigs and all sorts of things to get kingies at the rock. So, but the, there are there are a few, and there are a few kingies out on the sand down below the rock too, uh, occasionally. So, if you find them down there, the sharks will leave you alone. Uh, Black rocks had a few snapper. Uh, there's been a few people catching drummer out of the, one of them, Terry's mates. Terry catches drummer by using. Um, Live yabbies and a pea sinker, and throwing from the boat into the wash with his little live outfits. And he gets a surprising amount of drummer. So they went through the week and they got a dozen uh, drummer between them. I don't know how many they. I think he put half of them back, but they got some nice fish to two and a half kilo. So they're pretty fair sized drummer for our area. We get we don't get the big drummer they get down south. Mostly we get fish around the kilo and a bit to two kilo. So, but there are plenty of drummer, and a few tailor. And a fair few big brims. So there's a, there's a bit of everything happening. So you've got to just cut your cloth like today with a westerly blowing. You can fish along the cliffs very safely. So the bar will be okay or should be okay. So long as the bar's okay, you can fish right along the cliffs there with um, peel prawns or yabbies or kunji, and you'll get a feed, uh, quite a good feed out of the boat. This is not off the rocks. And because uh, the, the wind will hold you off the rocks, it's quite safe to do it. Just pick a point, pick a a point of rock where, where, the, where you get carried out, not in, and you'll uh, you'll get a surprising amount of fish. So there's that. There's been a few spanner crabs too caught. Well, of all this weather's been on. So uh, it, it, again, pick your day, and uh, there's plenty of spanner crabs out the 38 metres. Uh, you can buy traps now. The shop, I noticed the shop uh, has got uh, down the bottom of the hill. It's got a few uh, spanner crab traps for sale, so you can go and buy them if you if you're not used to spanner crabbing. They're only cheap. Uh, read the rules, for it though, folks. And um, anyway, you'll you'll soon learn how to catch spanner crabs. They're pretty easy. Hey, Laurie. Yeah. Explain to people the difference between a spanner crab and a mud crab. Well, they don't even look the same. One's green no. and one's red. <laughs> yeah. And one's 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 got claws. Uh, and the spanner crab moves like he's been on on, on like he's been smoking last at uh, Maclay Valley laughing lucerne. He moves at snail's pace. And a mud crab will take your finger off in a blink. <laughs> so, they're very different. One comes out of deep water in the ocean and one comes out of the river, out yep. of the mangrove and, creek. And, so, no, no, they're and quite as, different. And as an eating 
Um, out of 10, they're both about 8 or 9. They're both pretty good. Well, mud crabs are quite strongly flavoured and can take spice and sauce, whereas uh, spanner crabs are a bit like blue swim, taste a bit like blue swimmer crab, but they're very delicately flavoured, very sweet and just delicious. You usually, we just usually have them on a sandwich with a bit of mayo and a little lemon juice, but pepper and salt. But they're, they're, they're very, very tasty to eat. Spanner crabs are good, but they don't have a long shelf life. They, they get, if, once you cook them, you eat them. Uh, they last about two days in the fridge, so they get iodiny. But uh, they're absolutely delicious. Just cook, you just cook them up. Uh, people don't realise when we catch them, most of our crabs are as big as a football. They weigh about three quarters of a kilo to a kilo. You do get smaller ones, but we just tuck them back. I will say the research is showing that nearly all the crabs that get caught in the in the nets, even though we throw them back, they die. And this is because the the net, and this is a problem with witches' hats too, the net cuts the bits of the integment, the very fine tissue that joins the joints of the mud crab. Okay, yep. It's like wearing a suit of armour with, with, with linked joints that keep all his body fluids in. Once you cut them, uh, he'll basically ooze to death. So uh, I think you'll see a change in... Um, in the, certainly for blue swimmers, I think you'll see a change for, with witches' hats. The other states are changing away from witches' hats or have changed. Mm-hmm. And I think with, with spanner crabs, they're either going to find a, another way to catch them. I don't, I don't know. But it, they are proving, their research is proving that the, the, they don't survive very long once, you know, once they've been in the net anyway. Okay. So they either take the, take the legal size away and just let you have 10, or uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I'll okay. to figure out. You better come home because the uh, snapper closures starts on the 15th of July up there in Queensland. This holiday, Alan, you'll remember last year I stood on the back, the back of a boat and threw back 20 legal-sized pearl perch and snapper <laughs> and swore that would never, ever happen again. And you'll note this holiday, the fishing ends on the 15th okay. and I'm home on Sunday the 16th. Okay, we'll talk to him. We've got to go, Laurie. I'll see you later, guys. Okay, Have thanks. a great one. Okay, bye. Thanks, Laws. It's 27 after 5. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fella myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Hot, hot body you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Want the assurance of an Aussie family-sized electric water heater with a 12-year cylinder warranty? Install a ring Install a ring Then accept nothing less than Australia's best This is Bruno driving to the footy Oh 
And this is his cheap insurer reading the policy fine print. Clause 9 day of your car insurance says you're not covered for thingamabobs. Thingamabobbed at claim time? Beware bargain insurance regret, Bruno. Choose Amy instead. Who pays out over 99% of motor claims? Amy does. Lucky you're with Amy. Acceptance rate for the 12 months up to 30 September 2022. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the TMD and PDS at amy.com.au and consider if it's right for you. News. Sport. Talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Again. Grant and Alan. Let's go up to PJ and find out where he's at, what he's doing, and what's happening with this horrible weather. Morning, PJ. Morning, Alan. Morning, Kieran. Morning, Grant. And happy Sunday to the listeners. Happy blowy Sunday. <laughs> it's a, it blew a gale yesterday. Well, it didn't It didn't get up like I thought it was going to until later on in the evening. Yeah, well, that was a forecast for it to get up in the evening. Yeah, yeah, but um, when, when, when I got home yesterday, we went. they had the twilight markets, and we went down at 1 o'clock, and it was still a quite pleasant day down on the beach. Okay. Until later on, then it was, I don't want to be here. Well, that was my, so, PJ, that was my first big blow since I've had my own boat on a mooring. So I'm suffering uh, sphincter, sphincter uh, issues at the moment after yesterday. I just <laughs> was panicked the whole day. Uh, Grant, I, I, I empathise with you because I remember what it was like with big winds and I had my boat on a mooring and I'd have to go from Merming over to Tunks Park to go check it every time it was blowing hard. Oh, it's just, it was absolutely nerve-wracking, I can assure you. Grant, you know what they say? Fuck her up. <laughs> it was a bit like that, I can tell you. It was just like I'd stand out on my balcony. I saw about three motor vessels out on Pitwater and about 400 yachts. And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't even want to be out in that on a plane with the sails up, to be honest with you. But uh, it wasn't – it It got up to about 30. I don't know if it hit 35, you know, low to the ground anyway, uh, probably higher than that. It was uh, not too bad. But it looks like it's heading your way today, PJ. Yeah, well – it's not doing anything up here at the moment. It's still bloody cold and grafting. <laughs> <laughs> now, PJ, so yeah. you're not going boating too much today. What, yeah. what did you want to talk about? Well, I, th- I thought we'd follow on from the bit of discussion we talked about your sounders yesterday. And one of the things I see people say, they give me a screenshot and they say, why is this not working? Why am I getting that? And instead of seeing when a fish swims through your um, signal that the transducer sends to the sea bottom and it comes back, when a fish swims through that beam, if he's swimming horizontally, you should get a nice boomerang shaped um, sounding on your screen. And that's the air bladder um, bouncing back. So as the fish swims through it, it starts off tapered, small, then it goes up, thickens, and tapers down again. So it looks like a boomerang. And if you're not getting that, if you're getting like a boomerang that's long from the bottom left and it goes up and then does the corner and then you get a short little right centre, that means your transducer's not at the right angle. And hence, okay, if you get one with a there. short one that goes up to the top and then a long one that goes down to the right, that's in the other angle. So right. what you have to do is you have to make sure that your transducer's got the right level. So you've got to work out what where your boat sits at rest in the water. Now, one thing you can do is get out on the, when it's at rest in the water and try it in the river where it's smooth, is try and get a bit of masking tape or something and put it at the back of your tuck where the water level is and um, elsewhere further along the boat, just so you've got two reference marks so you can run a string line. And then when you know what your string line is, you can use a brickies level to bring it back around. And then you know... Your transducer's got to match that level, you follow. 
There's, there's one problem with that, PJ. When you get down the back to put the tape on, the boat moves. Yeah, well, true, but, you know, like, if you just do a little dab or something, it gives you a reference point. Take, yeah. a, take, a, take a photo of it. When you launch the boat, take a photo of it from behind it on the side. Well, that'll, that'll, yeah, that'll work. And then what you've got to do is then you get um, your spirit level and put it on top of your transducer. And once you know that the top of your transducer is level with that line that you've marked, then you use what we call the coin trick. And you, you get a couple of 20 cent pieces and you stack them on top of each other till you work out if your transducer's got to come up or go down. Yep. So if you've got a gap, work out how many gaps is there and see if you can slide a couple of um, 20 cent pieces in to bring it up. And then that'll give you the, the, the proper way to get your transducer so you get a nice even boomerang on it. And if you're one of these people that's running around with fish symbols on your sounder. Okay, now why don't you use fish symbols instead of fish arches? That was my next question. Well, life isn't a cartoon, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. Yeah, so it's a bit like, oh, Pac-Man, I guess, you see all the fish symbols. Now, if you get a plastic bag that's been tossed overboard and it's got an air pocket in it, it's going to show up as a fish symbol because it's the same as the air bladder in a fish. Yeah. Okay? So even a prawn will show up. A anything that comes through that beam will show up because it's broken the beam, and as the signal goes down to the bottom, comes back, it intercepts the, the flots, and then it comes up as a fish. And people say, wow, wow, look at all the fish, look at all the fish. But I know if I see that nice little boomerang, that's a proper fish because it's got the proper air bladder on it. Okay, what about if it's a pelagic fish? It'll be closer to the top, won't it? No, well, you get them down low, but they don't have an air bladder. Well, it still picks up because I can pick up heaps of bonito on the sounder. Yeah, yeah. An air pelagic, tailor show up on it. And 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 kingies they show up pretty pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big tuna mark up really well. So mm -hmm. if you that and marlin, if you see like a bait ball, and you'll see the the big arrows, the boomerangs there around the bait ball, you sit there and rub your hands together because you know it's a decent size. Now, yeah. Learn about your sounder. Learn. If you want to know what sort of fish it is or the, the, the approximate size, you've got to work out and you look and you say, well, hang on, how much depth is my screen showing? So if you're in zero to 50 feet of water and you'll have graduations every couple of feet, you know, every five feet, you'll have 10 graduations. You know, if your sounder covers um, two of those graduations, well, that's a big fish in 50 foot of water. Yeah. All right? So – then you can get an idea of the target species you're chasing by the way it shows. And then um, also when you get the right pattern, fish when they're swimming up off the bottom will just show as an upward arch. Yeah. When, they, when they're just hanging around horizontally, they just show as a nice boomerang shot. So yeah. the worst thing you can do is just leave your sounder in auto. Because yeah. you've paid a lot of money for your marine electronics and you're not getting the most out of it. And in, in different different water, so if you're fishing the river and it's just after a flood and there's a bit of silt in the water, you've got to change your sensitivity and your gain. So your gain is the strength of the signal that you're receiving back from the bottom. So if you've got too much gain, you get a lot of clutter and that'll just show like fuzz on top. If not enough, you'll have a really weak bottom signal. So what I will do is in the near future, I will take some pictures of my sounder screen and put on the YouTube so people can – and the Facebook page so can, people can see the difference between a good picture and a bad picture because yeah. it's a shame to go and spend, you know, $1,500, $2,000, $3,000 on a sounder and not get it talking to you to what you want to see. Because it can be very perplexing. I've, I've, I've sorted people out. Um, 
Well, Claude Sullivan, how I first met Claude was he rang on the program one day and said, oh, I've got this sounder and the transducer, what do I do? And I drew him a diagram of the transom and where the strokes are on his on his hull when they come up to the mm-hmm. transom and where he should mount his transducer and the height that it should be. And um, he did that and came up trumps and now we talk every week. Yeah, it's good. So half an inch makes a hell of a difference how late. Yeah, allegedly. Oh, well, allegedly, yeah, I know it does. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, like if you have your sound too deep, sometimes you can get the wrong water flow over it. And if you have it too you'll shallow, get, you'll get nothing but turbulent water going across it and you won't get a good picture. You'll know if it's too deep because of the spray pattern you're going to put up high. The water yeah, you get a rooster tail. Of it, yep. And it sprays up on the engine. And can be def- detrimental to the engine because you're going to start ingesting water through your air inlets at the back. That's that's why marine dealers like twin old boats. <laughs> you're not wrong. Because <laughs> the power heads are low at the back of the sponsons and they suck in a lot of salt water. That's right, yes. Yeah. Memo, don't buy a cat. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the I'll, one. I'll probably... Other tricks you can do is adjust your sensitivity. Yeah. Because the water, the, 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 the water can change in hardness, I get Well, it's hard. Yeah. So the water, yeah. the density of the water can change. So sometimes your signal can go a bit quicker than it normally does. Yeah. And it can give you false readings. And mm-hmm. if you're fishing deep water, well, you change. If you've got the facility to change frequencies from 50 to 200 kilohertz, we'll do that for the deeper water. Yeah. Because and your ping speed and your scroll speed, scroll speed is the rate that the screen progresses from right to left to quickly show you a picture or slow it down. And your ping speed is how quick it goes to the bottom of that. And then then you get into other things like chirp. And once I start getting into chirp, that's a whole new ball game. I think I've got to sit down with a university lecturer and. That's you know, put one, it up yes. there in, in, in brackets and parentheses yeah. and all that on the on on the blackboard to sort of work out. But I, I'm still stuck on how I'm going to get it level on my sailboat. Oh, you'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> PJ, we're going to have to love you and leave you at that, my friend. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, well, I've got to get back to work. So. <laughs> no, get back to fishing. That's more important. There is Peter Johnson joining us on Thanks, High Tide. We'll be back with more very, very shortly. I used to drive seven hours to hospital and seven hours back. You know, when Bob first flew me to hospital from a chemo, it was such a relief. Can you imagine? Two-day trip became two hours. What Angel Flight does is a godsend. So please, support the work of Angel Flight, or if you can, get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver because helping Angel Flight helps people who really need help. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. 
Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes. Making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Well, as we've been saying all morning, but uh, fishing off the coast is not going to be a great deal of fun this weekend with the uh, forecast winds that are going to persist right across the weekend. But the good news is probably Monday things will be good. But that's not good for you. However, if you are looking for a place to go fish, well, Mike from the Complete Angler can tell you where because the uh, fishing in our estuaries and bays at the moment is still on fire for this time of year, even though the Bureau of Meteorology have announced a El Nino is in action. But fishing's good. Mike, good morning. How are you, sir? Um, very good. Very, very good. Yes, it's been an interesting week. We've had some, I have to admit, midweek has just been gorgeous to like last week. It was just fantastic. We had some beautiful weather, nice flat conditions, and it's it's a lovely time to fish this time of year. Sometimes you get them beautiful days where you get no wind and it's quite warm in the sun. So it's been lovely. Um, and it was been, one of those days, wasn't it? It was just it absolutely was pristine. Gorgeous. Absolute gorgeous, absolute gorgeous, and and it was it was the perfect week to have like good conditions because a lot of guys uh, went fishing, um, and particularly the tuna, which is just everything's tuna, tuna, tuna at the moment. It's just ridiculous how many reports are coming in, and we uh, I think pretty much every day guys went out there and caught fish last week, um, and unfortunately uh, the weather's a little bit crook this weekend, but next week looks really fantastic, but. Look, let's talk about what's happening offshore because it is pretty special. Um, we've kind of predicted this a little while ago because we've had some great reports both north and south of um, Sydney at the moment. And, and this week, well, last week, I should say, is um, the tuna definitely went off. It's been really consistent. There's been a lot of yellowfin around um, and they've been ranging in size from that 20 to kind of 60 kilo mark. So there's been a really big variance in size. Um, but on average, they've been around that 40 kilo mark. So it's a, it's a really healthy average. Um, and there's also been bluefin mixed up amongst them as well, which is really cool. So not like that we're used to. It's it's interesting, actually. There's there's definitely a lot more yellowfin around and there's a couple of bluefin around, which is a bit interesting because normally when the bluefin come through, you get big numbers of bluefin. You, you tend not to catch one or two. You tend to catch quite a lot. Every rod tends to go off. But look, we're not complaining. doesn't matter what type of species. It's, it's pretty special at the moment. Um, the, the other thing that's been really good is they haven't really been fussy they've been hitting literally everything um it's quite interesting actually just working in the store this week um we've had you know one angler would come in and he's catching them all on like a 12 inch lure the next guy will catch them all on minnows the other guy will catch them on um soft plastics it's just been all over the place with lure size which is really good so they haven't been selective which they sometimes can be this time of year um which makes it a lot easier for guys that are trying to get in there first time if they haven't done this type of fishing before it's the perfect situation to do it um, so that's been really special. And again, they've been everywhere. This is the other interesting thing too. Um, Browns Mountain, Heaton's Hill, all them areas uh, have definitely had fish this week. Um, but also down south has been very good. So if you're down Wollongong Way, they've been out at the Southern Canyons and, and some of the canyons down that Kaima Way as well too has been very good. Um, and the current, which has been sitting off Sydney, uh, hasn't really changed this whole week. It's been really interesting. It's just kind of locked in place. Uh, um, and that's made it very steady and stable. Um, and, and the fish are definitely in that in that current at the moment. So um, if you are going to head out, obviously, you know, you can fish them areas, but you, use your common sense. Just look for birds. If you see bait, there's quite a lot of striped tuna around this year. If you see any of that type of activity, and of course, if you see birds, 
bird circling and stuff like that, you know, hanging that to Bavaria. Um, and obviously the other thing too that's been really good to do is cubing has been fantastically effective as well. So that's another thing you can do, and it's quite a cost-effective way of doing as well. You're not burning the petrol the whole time. Yeah. Um, you can just drift with um, with pilchards as well. So that's that's been really good. But I really do think this year is going to be very special. I haven't seen this many tuna around up and down the coast. This hasn't just been one area. It's been as far down as Batemans Bay. We've had reports as and as far north as Newcastle. So that's a pretty long stretch of fish that we're having. So I'm very, very excited about how that's going to happen and how it's going to progress over the next month or two. And, Mike, so, it just seems like they're yeah. super hungry at the moment. If they're taking mm. all different types of lures, it means that they're they're very keen for a feed. Yeah, and, and I think it's also an indication that there's a lot around because when they're in a schooling type of uh, mentality, uh, they tend to, you know, they've got no choice. They can't be yeah. picky. They're going to have a go. Otherwise, the other fish is going to eat it in front of them. Um, so, yeah, it's really interesting because some years they can be really fussy. You can see these big fish jumping in there, particularly when they're feeding on these saris, which if you haven't seen a sari before, it's like a garfish, an offshore garfish, and they can be really picky um, and they just focus on them and, and they can be really um, annoying where you can see them jumping um and you can't get a bite because they're just so focused on them so um but this year it definitely hasn't been that it's been so widespread so we're, we're very excited about it and, and it's a really good time for anglers if they haven't done this type of fishing it, it does seem quite complex but it's actually quite simple and um and as i said we, we can always help you out if you haven't done that type of stuff before come in and see so we can show you so um and and still on the offshore stuff there's still been plenty of other stuff happening too so the offshore fishing has been pretty steady um obviously the kings are really strong at the 12 mile long reef and generally all them wider reefs have been fishing better um the shallow water hasn't been fishing that well i don't know what's going on if it's the whales moving through or something like that but it's really interesting all the all the deeper water seems to be fishing a lot better in that 60 meters plus so um you know the jigging guys have been doing really well and obviously if you can get live baits you're going to do well on the kings and they've been good fish they've been 80 centimeter plus um and there's been some really big ones getting getting hooked as well so um plenty of leather jackets around unfortunately so obviously that's not good if you're live baiting and jigging but um, that it is what it is that time of year. And, and in general, reef fishing has been good. Um, again, it, it's all been that deeper. Um, yeah, the, it's interesting, the snapper this year, it's definitely been in that deeper waters. They haven't really moved into the shallows yet. Again, it's a little bit earlier. Um, but there's also plenty of moeys and flatted as well too. A really good time to, to fish for John Dory as well. They should start to turn on now as well. So it's a good idea to put some live baits out as well. Um, so, yeah, that offshore scene's been really strong. Um, inside, uh, like the rock and beaches as well it's been okay we've had these strong westerly winds which has been a little bit annoying but they're probably the best wind if you're ever going to have a strong wind um, for sydney but there's been plenty of tailor um the salmon have been huge as well that in beginning court and of course you're in that winter time where you know fishing for a drummer and groper is also a really good option as well for the rock guys so plenty happening there and still in the estuaries look it's still been pretty good the trevally still around um the winter kings of they've just started to move through a few anglers just starting to get them particularly in the harbour up the back water of um of middle harbour i'm starting to hear a few reports from some of the guys up there um been a lot of little tailor around in the bay and also in the harbour as well and same as the jewfish too still plenty of little jewfish getting caught um and obviously luderick as well too and and the brimming's been good it's been the, probably the brim's quiet down a little bit of it's been more about quality rather than quantity at the moment so they've been much bigger fish so um uh it's been really good fishing still been quite strong and quite exciting and the high tide during the week wouldn't have hurt the uh, Jew fishing exploits either. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought. I'd you know, they were. I know a lot of people have been out there trying not to. Well, some of the people up around Pittwater haven't had a great deal of success, but I know further up the coast and certainly down the coast, uh, they've been pulling in some nice ones. It's, it's yeah. weird. It's funny how this time of year plays, isn't it? It is. It is. I think it's a very interesting year considering last year we had all that rain and it really did change things. Um, and, I, and I think everything, as I said, there's just so much food around, so much bait around, which is a bit unusual. And it's very clean too. The estuaries are very, very clean at the moment. It's probably the cleanest you'll ever see, like the Georges and the Parramatta River. It's 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 not crystal, but it's as close as you're going to get to crystal for our <laughs> Sydney waters. Um, my, my, so it's very interesting. During the week, the Bureau of Meteorology announced that we're officially in El Nino, we're heading into El Nino, um, uh, the, the worst-kept secret on the face of the planet, one would argue. But how how do you, with your experience and, you know, not only fishing yourself but talking to so many fishers, how do you think that's going to affect fishing for the next six months? Uh, I don't 
I don't think it's really going to have too much effect, really, in the in the next six months. If it's dry, it's not too bad. Um, just means we don't get wet when we go fishing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's kind of good in some ways because the salt water really pushes up into our river systems. So, like, for example, the Parramatta River, you can fish all the way up into Silverwater. Um, it's quite good fishing all the way up back through there. Not that you'll need any fish up the back of there, but that, that, that neck of the woods is still quite salty, you know, where generally when we're having a lot of rain, it's kind of a bit brackish, you know, a bit, bit more fresh water, you know. So it's kind of good when you it's kind of good when you get a bit of, bit of dry patches in the salt. Um, it's quite good. The fish tend to move in through the estuaries. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference in the short term. Certainly long term, but it's not good. I, I think the fresh uh, – you, you need to have the rain just as much in the fresh water as the salt water yeah. for the long-term plan. Um, but, yeah, I, I, look, I think definitely get out there at the moment. This, is, this has been a fantastic year, and it doesn't look like it's changing. So, um, yeah, really good. Really good times at the moment. And if you don't want to get out this weekend, you can always head down to 938 Woodville Road at Villawood and check out the uh, the stock there. Of course, you'll be open all weekend. Yep, definitely will. You can come on down and, and pull us aside and we can give you a good rundown on anything you need to know. And so. don't forget the Dimmicks building, level 3, 428 George Street in the city. Mike, always a pleasure to catch up with you. You always give such a great comprehensive report. You have a great weekend and hopefully you get out and wet a line during the week too. Will we'll do, definitely, definitely am. <laughs> so every week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the word. Definitely am. Definitely yeah. am. Mike there from the Complete Angler. This is High Tide. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Okay, just before we go to that music, must mention that, Stacey, we've got the High Tide Special 429 side console with a 50-horsepower Yamaha. All the goodies in it, all ready to go uh, on a Stacey aluminium trailer with uh, LED lights, Grant. <laughs> and cushions. <laughs> and cushions. <laughs> and a bait tank for Kieran. So uh, it's got it all there. Look, it's, it's on for 30990 but for Star High Tide listeners, 29990 back half the news. Talk 